and welcome back to the Millennial Timeline Podcast. I am your host, Katie Spudo, and welcome to episode number 28. I am so happy you are here and welcome to today's episode. So I think today's episode might be a little bit shorter uh, for a few reasons. One, it is almost 10 p.m. when I'm recording this. And two, I had... This, I was very excited for today's episode. And then honestly, I just kind of hit a weird wall or funk or whatever. I'm just like not, I was like fine a half hour ago. It was chipper. I was excited. And then now all of a sudden I'm just like down. So, you know, I'm not going to force a longer episode out of myself if I'm not going to have it, but we will see. But I am happy to have you here and I hope you are doing well. And I'm recording this on Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. I don't know why there's such a long pause. So it is Tuesday and everything is twos. So I hope you had a great Tuesday. Haha. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, okay. So a little bit of a life update. Not too much has really been going on. I've really just been kind of keeping it low key. Um, I am going to see my parents later this week. So I'm excited for that just for the weekend and maybe part of the reason why I'm just kind of feeling down and a little overwhelmed, honestly, is just because, so I guess, I think I said in last week's episode, I'm planning on moving at the end of March. So I've actually started the packing process. I mean, I've been kind of sorting through things, but I definitely, on Saturday, I took down a big bookshelf. I disassembled it. If you've ever... Actually, well, maybe this will be my question of the week, but if you've ever assembled Ikea furniture, it's terrible, but also taking it apart is terrible. So I had to take apart this big Ikea bookshelf of mine and um, I did that on Saturday. I'm planning on listing it for sale when I get back from my parents. Um, so I'm going to sell that. I'm hoping to sell my desk, which I kind of like it's bittersweet because I kind of like I want a new desk. But I've also had that desk, I think, since high school. So, you know, it's I've had it for a while. It's gone from apartment to, to apartment, but I just kind of want something different. And then I'm also going to sell a coffee table and then I have some shelving that I want to sell. So we will see. It'd be nice to make some money off of it because I can't slash and don't want to take it to the next place with me. So fingers crossed for that. But, you know, it's just kind of like I'm starting to pack up things and I think it's partially exciting, but partially overwhelming and just kind of it's putting me in a mood. I'm just very overwhelmed, but it's just going to get worse from here. So, um, so, so yeah. Anyway, other thing, nothing again. I mean, okay, maybe this is a little bit too much information, but I got my first sty, I sty. Um, that's been frustrating because I've never had a sty before. And, uh, I've been wearing contacts since I was 13. So over half my life, I've been wearing contacts, never had a sty. And I've been dealing with some eye red, like, like skin redness above my eye, like my eyelid and like below. So I was kind of like doing, I was like told, okay, we'll use this and then use some Aquaphor. Um, by this, I mean like a hydrocortisone cream and then Aquaphor. And I'm like, 99 to 100% sure the aquaphor somehow got into my eye and then caused 
something to plug up and yeah so luckily it seems like it's a small one it seems like it's passing but it's just annoying because i can't wear a contact in that eye right now so i can only wear a contact in one eye and you might be saying well katie why don't you just wear glasses well i do i actually was wearing glasses and i just took them off because glasses make me dizzy so right now i'm sitting in my room recording this and it's very blurry so uh yeah but anyway that is kind of it not too much kind of just lying low and honestly that's kind of how the next few weeks are going to be because I just have a lot to do in getting this apartment packed up and I gotta figure out the next place I'm gonna move and figure out a storage unit in the interim and uh, just the moving process is just not fun so so that's my week. Um, I guess today's going quickly into today's question of the week, kind of going along with the furniture thing I just mentioned. Um, so I guess today's question of the week is what is worse, assembling Ikea furniture or assembling furniture in general or taking it apart? Um, I definitely think it's worse taking it apart. I don't know why. I think it's just, I mean, I I personally like, like building and taking apart things, but I think definitely taking apart things is worse than putting it together. Just my opinion. Love to know yours. I'll leave it in today's stories or this week's stories on the Millennial Timeline Podcast Instagram, which is at Millennial Timeline Podcast. All right. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So today's episode, I kind of wanted to talk about something I posted actually on Instagram on Monday on my personal Instagram at Katie Spudo. I do need my glasses for this. <laughs> so I'm trying to put those back on real quick. But I had shared on my Instagram, and this is on Monday when I was feeling a little bit happier, a little bit more optimistic about things. But basically, I posted a photo of myself at Disney and Monday was the last day of Festival of the Arts at Epcot, which is my favorite Epcot festival. And, you know, I was just like, oh, it's the last day. But then, of course, me, me, me <laughs> and me being the person that overshares on the Internet and I guess on this podcast, I kind of I tried to flip it into something a little bit more personal. So basically, you know, it was kind of along the theme of like when something, you know, um, all good things must come to an end, but something exciting is right around the corner. And so then I started talking about, I don't know if I should just read it. Maybe I'll just read it. You can also check it out. Give me a like. Um, but basically I said, I keep saying that I've been feeling like I'm in a holding pattern not only over the past two years, but since fall of 2019. I haven't felt like myself and I felt this constant feeling of, quote, keep doing what you're doing because better days will come, dot, 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 eventually, end quote. So I've been waiting, waiting, and waiting. But because I'm not good at sitting around and waiting, I've also been trying to do things to move me forward faster. To be frank, my efforts have fallen flat. I'm at the same spot I've been for over two and a half years. I'm like a pilot that keeps being told by air traffic control to, quote, go around and quote, while trying to land at the airport. Now that I share that publicly, I realize how stupid and pathetic that sounds. How, especially with the past two years, we've all collectively experienced. Have I not grown even a little? How am I even more stuck than when I first started? Kind of a deep topic to talk about on a photo at Disney, huh? I promise I'm almost done. Like I said, I feel like I've been patient and sitting around waiting. It's been frustrating to see others around me seemingly progressing in their careers and personal life while I've been told to wait and be patient. 
and not do anything until the time is right. Well, a few weeks ago, I said to myself, fuck that. There's never going to be a right time for anything, whether it's quitting a job, saying yes to an opportunity or moving. They say, quote, timing is everything, end quote. But is it really? If this is the case, then when is the right time? Because even if you decide that, okay, I'll do ABC when XYZ happens, when XYZ does happen, you find another excuse to hold off doing ABC. So last week I did something impulsive. Is the timing right? No, but I know in my gut that I need to do it in order to finally land the plane that's been stuck in the holding pattern. And that new and exciting thing right around the corner? Stay tuned because I have a really good feeling about it. So... Obviously, well, maybe not obviously to people who don't know, but basically that was kind of talking about how, you know, they're really, I just kind of feel in my heart that like now is the right time to travel internationally. Is it stupid for this post? Maybe, but whatever. Okay. Just go with me here. (laughs) But it kind of got me thinking more about how there never really is a good time for anything. I can confidently say there's only been one time in my life where I felt like the timing was right. And that's when I quit my job back in 2018 to travel for two months. I knew that it was a good time for me to travel because financially I was in a good place. Mentally, I was in a good place. Spiritually, I was in a good place. And I just, at my job at the time, I wasn't really, there was no there was no real way for me to move forward. I had been there for almost three years and there just wasn't opportunities for me that were going to open up like even in the next year. So I just kind of felt stuck and I was like, well, this is a good time for me to do it. But at the same time, I just have, I mean, I remember even like quitting that job to travel. Like I remember my dad telling me, cause I was like, I don't know when I should tell them. I mean, obviously I need to tell them at least two weeks ahead of time. I ended up giving them three weeks notice, but you know, I just remember like my dad telling me like, well, there's never a good time to quit a job. And that's kind of stuck with me. I mean, I know that's kind of true. There's never really a good time to like be like, Hey, I'm quitting. But if you kind of think about it, in a broader sense, like with other things, like there never really is a right time to act on something, whether that it's to travel or to quit a job or to move or, you know, buy a house. There's never really like a perfect time. You just kind of have to be like, okay, I'm going to do it now. (laughs) Or I'm going to, well, yeah, I'm going to do it now. Because like I said in my post, like you can say, oh, I'm going to quit my job when, you know, I have another one lined up, which is, that's ideal. But sometimes it's not realistic because sometimes you need to get out of a job situation because it's just really bad for your mental health or whatever. But you know, I, I kind of think just go back to like what the post was kind of talking about, or at least how I was writing about it. Maybe others will interpret it in a different way. But for me over the past few years, you know, I personally haven't traveled internationally. I've done some domestic travel, but again, it's been very distant from people. And I personally felt that like, I don't want to travel until I'm fully vaccinated and I just feel more confident. And I was feeling confident because 
even with like certain things being dropped, like certain mask masking rules and certain test criteria being dropped, I felt confident still like I can still protect myself. And on public transit, there's still masking. But since that's gone away, I'm kind of like, but I'm trying to not back out of this trip because I still know that I need to take this step forward to move forward because I was talking to my mom today on the phone about like I was okay (laughs) back up a little I was driving to Walgreens today because I went to go get a COVID test because I'm gonna go see my parents and on the car drive for whatever reason it's only like a 10-15 minute drive it's not that far and if there wasn't traffic it'd be like under 10 but anyway I kind of this question popped into my head. It's like, if I can go back to any age that I've lived so far in my life, what age would I go to? Like, would I want to go back? And some people might say, oh, I want to go back to high school. I want to go back to college. But for me, I want to go back to 28. And it's not because 28 was like the easiest year for me. I mean, I definitely had some struggles. I was struggling with my job at the time because there was no career movement forward. I moved back to Florida and I was struggling, you know, not having friends. Spoiler alert, I still really don't have friends here. And, you know, it wasn't like the best time, but I also did so many things that year. I started to come into my own a little bit more. I started to become a little bit more assertive and and standing up for what I want. I was in grad school. I felt like I had more of a direction. I quit my job to travel. I mean, 28 was a really good year and then it's kind of gone downhill since then. But so I, I say that I mentioned that because then when I was on the phone with my mom today where she where I was telling her that and she's like, yeah, like imagine what your life would have been like if COVID didn't happen. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I feel like COVID has put us all back because the past two years have kind of forced us, many of us to sacrifice a lot. And I think for me, it's not like it's just pushed me back two years. It's pushed me back like three or four years because of the fallout of it. And I think, and this goes beyond just like travel stuff, obviously. This goes career. This goes, you know, um, buying a house, you know, all, all these things. It's so many things has pushed me back. And you know, I'm not the only person, obviously. I realize that everyone has been pushed back to a certain degree and, you know, some more than others. And, you know, some people lost a lot during COVID more than me. So it's not, you know, I don't want to um, discount that or dismiss that. I think, you know, with trying to move forward now because of what's happened, like we can't go back. Like it's just, you know, life goes on, life moves forward, but I'm trying to figure out now I'm at this point, like I need to start making decisions and I keep like in the back of my head, I'm like, well, maybe it's not the right time, but I keep telling myself like timing. I know like a lot of people say, well, timing is everything, but really timing, timing isn't everything. A lot of times the timing sucks on things like But it's just, unfortunately, sometimes big decisions need to be made and the timings, a lot of times the timings just never going to be right (laughs) and you just have to roll with it. And that's just part of life. That's what makes life exciting, frustrating, 
happy, sad. It's it's unpredictable. I think that's a good way of summarizing that. But I guess what I'm trying to say, and this is a little bit of a shorter episode, is if you are currently kind of struggling to make a decision or should I do this now or should I wait a little bit and you're trying to wait for the perfect time, just know there, there really isn't going to be a perfect time to do anything. Um, timing is not everything. In most situations, sometimes it is, but in most situations it isn't. And if you feel like you need to make a decision that's best for yourself or make it do something that you've been kind of nervous to do or sitting on, just do it. It it doesn't mean like be impulsive. I think you can still do things where the timing isn't right, but you still have thought it through. Not everything needs to be impulsive, if that makes sense. But ultimately, I guess I just want people to know that or, you know, for you to take away from this, that whatever that big decision is in your life or decisions, if you're holding off just to find the right time, there's never going to be right time. You're always going to convince yourself like, oh, well, you're always going to talk yourself out of it. I guess is kind of what I'm trying to say. And for me personally, booking this trip, there could be a lot of ramifications from it um, for my career, for other areas of my life. But I know that the timing might not be 100% great, but it's a lot better than it was in the past. And if I wait too much longer, it's going to impact me in other ways that might be more harmful to me. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if that, any of that made any sense. Sometimes I say things and sometimes, I mean, honestly, I tell myself I'm a much better writer than I am a, an orator. I, I just, <laughs> I get, I overthink sometimes when I speak, but when I write, I don't really overthink it too much. So so yeah, if there's something you want to do, if you want to quit that job, if you want to move, if you want to go to visit certain, whatever country, if you want to tell that person you like them, but you're waiting for the perfect time to quit the job, you're like, oh, I'll quit my job once this project's over. There's always going to be another project. You're going to be done with that project and you're going to get a new one. And then what are you going to keep waiting? If you're waiting to tell someone you you like them, but you want to wait until, you know, oh, well, let me wait until the next major holiday. Well, there's going to be another holiday after that. Or if you're waiting for them to be whatever, <laughs> um, if it's if it comes down to, you know, maybe buying a house. Well, look, I can kind of relate to this. Maybe the timing is a little bit of everything when it comes to the housing market because the housing market sucks right now. So housing is bad. But if you want to take a trip, you know, I think we're in much better shape now than we were even a few months ago. And what I've told myself is that honestly, I just have to kind of protect myself the best I can. The timing isn't going to be perfect, especially over the next couple of years. And I just have to kind of travel in a way that's, that is uh, responsible, not only for myself, but for those around me. 
but I also know that I need to take care of myself mentally and travel is how I fill my cup at that. So just now I understand making big decisions is difficult. Believe me, I've had to make a lot of them, especially recently, not just with the trip. (laughs) This trip is honestly more on the minor side of some of the decisions I've had to make. But if you have a big decision and you're waiting for the perfect time, just know that there's never going to be perfect perfect time. So just do it. And I can't tell you how many times I said that because I probably said it a lot of times on this podcast. But anyway, I hope you got some meaning out of this. Again, I know it's a little bit of a shorter episode and I do apologize. I'm just kind of in a in a mood, <laughs> but uh, I hope to be back next week in brighter spirits and a little bit more optimism and hopefully a little bit more my apartment packed. I think that's kind of part of it too, is I just need to start packing more and I don't have boxes, but I'm getting boxes this weekend because my parents save boxes from their move. So saving money there. But anyway, I think that's going to be it for today's podcast episode. I would love it if you would connect with me on Instagram. You can follow the podcast Instagram at Millennial Timeline Podcast. You can also follow my personal Instagram at Katie Spudo. I'm also on TikTok at Katie Does Travel. I have a travel blog that will be more updated here, especially hopefully soon. Uh, but it's katiedoestravel.com. Also, I am a freelance copywriter marketer. You can see all my services on my website at forwardmomentumsalesmarketing.com. All the information to all that is in today's show notes. Also, if you like this podcast, please share it with your family and friends and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen. I really appreciate it. It really helps me out. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you have a great week and weekend ahead and I will chat with you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye.